the Art of Serving podcast, where we talk about leading, serving, and helping while maintaining autonomy. As a former pastor and the owner of a small service business, I know that serving can be both rewarding and challenging. Whether you're serving as a CEO or helping out around your community, we all serve in some capacity. If you're looking for a place to be challenged and encouraged, I hope you'll stick around and join the conversation. Don't expect perfection. One of the things I hated most as a youth pastor were lock-ins. And if you don't know what a lock-in is, it's like spending purgatory in Chuck E. Cheese. It's, it's basically you spend uh, 12 hours in, inside of a building with a bunch of teenagers. I mean, you got kids that are, you know, complaining about this, complaining about that. You got kids wild, you know, running around wild, kids watching movies, you're playing games. And at the same time, it's, it's, uh, it is chaos because you're tired and you can't sleep and it's just nuts. But the kids always wanted to do it. So, you, you know, you do a couple of years, you, you suck it up and you have fun. Well, you try to have fun. You do have fun, but, you know, you, you suffer for like three days afterwards. But one time, I remember one time we were having this lock-in. Everything, you know, goes as planned. And, and for some reason, we, we, did, uh, we did this lock-in. Um, I want to say it was on a Saturday night. And it basically finished Sunday morning. So all the kids were just sleeping during church, which was kind of good. But... When when the adults came in for Bible class, uh, we go to make coffee for class that morning, and it starts coming out like like kind of like weird looking, a little bit like hazy and a little bit weird. And so we kind of we make a couple more pots, and it's still looking like that. It's and it start it starts looking like funny too, like there's these little chunks and all these stuff in it. So we're like, oh no! And so we start. We start figuring out uh, what was going on, so we we get some screwdrivers. We start taking this bun coffee maker apart, and we get to the, we finally get the whole thing apart, and it's hot. But the the reservoir, we get the reservoir open, and it's just I mean, there's like these white chunks all inside of this bun coffee maker, all over the heating element. I mean, it's just disgusting. Two girls from the youth group they they came up while we were cleaning this, and they said, "Is everything okay?" And we said, no, something, something's going on with the coffee maker. It's not working right. And I, and I asked I asked these girls, did you guys know anything about this? And they said, well, we may have poured milk in there. And I was like, what? You, milk? You poured milk in the coffee maker? And they said, yeah, we, we thought, you know, it would be like a latte, like a, like a, a coffee latte, like a mocha. And um, wow, uh, I was... Ooh, that was a that was a fun that was a fun morning doing that. You know, it's it's easy. Uh, it's easy when when things like this happen. When you when you have to deal with garbage. When you have to to deal with junk. It's easy to get angry. It's easy to get frustrated at kids that or people whoever you're working with that you know you've been working with for months or years and then they just do things like that. Which is you know it's it's not a big deal, but it's easy to lose your cool. It's easy to expect people to be perfect. The pastor I, I worked with, he, he always had this saying that has always stuck with me. It's an old Irish proverb. Peoples is peoples and shoes is shoes. You can't expect people to not act like people and you can't expect shoes to not smell like shoes. Let me give you a couple of tips today to help you lower your expectations from that perfection to maybe something a little bit more manageable. The first thing is to spend time at 30,000 feet. 
It's easy when we're um, in the trenches day after day and serving people. It's easy to get um, to get hung up on the details, to get hung up on little things, on on material things that may not matter. Because you know, maybe we're working with a shoestring budget. Maybe we're trying to do something, and like, you know, somebody somebody messes something up that's going to cost you know five hundred bucks a grand. I don't know. And and maybe you're in an organization that doesn't have tons of money, and it's easy to get to get frustrated, but. We have to, to back up and spend some time at 30,000 feet and realize that, that people are what's important, not property. The second thing is this. Focus on those aha moments, those moments in your work that that are satisfying because, you know, it's easy the, you know, those same two girls when they came up and like, oh, is something wrong? It was easy to like get mad. But then that, at the same time, you have moments with kids that you see them have those aha moments where they realize, you know, it's, they realize like the world isn't out to get them. I love, I love seeing kids. I don't know. Girls seem to pick up on it quicker, but around, I don't know, 15, 16 years old, 17 years old, they start realizing like the world's not out to get them. And, and they start to like, uh, to grow a little bit and ask questions and you get to like serve them and help them. And those, those are the good things we need to lean into those moments that, that we see growth. And that really gets to the the last point. The third thing, the third tip is, is that slow growth is good growth. Sometimes it's easy in our, our world of, of uh, convenience to just expect change very quickly. But any type of change, bringing about any type of change deliberately in an organization or in people, it's going to be hard and it's going to take time. Remember that slow growth is good growth. Get out there this week, serve your communities, and serve yourselves. 